Hey, good evening, Facebook, YouTube, and Periscope, as well as our other streaming uh, outlets. And it's Tuesday. Once again, the weeks fly by. Season two, week eight of the Poetry Corner. And we have three of our poets that's going to be presenting today, as well as some more that's going to join the show. And uh, to go right into the show, we're just going to go on our first poet. title of this piece is called Backup Plan. What's your backup plan, Mr. President? You are no longer the White House resident. You must leave it vacant. Your thwarted attempts to undermine the election process shows just how cowardly you are. Unless, unless you've decided to fight the electoral system, you could care less of the judicial system, tossing and turning in your bed, jotting down journal notes from your head, Mind your presidency is, uh, and your presidency is and will forever be a joke. One term is all you got, but now how many people are all woke to the racist country we live in? Thanks to you and other bigots came out to play and they forgot we got guns too. Walking around like the police has deputized them. Oh, it's true. Why else do they shoot unarmed black men, women, and children? Because they see the law do it and then they think it's okay to do it too. Cops can murder in the name of the badge, true. Then get a slap on the wrist with loopholes, more twists. My backup plan is to make sure my people are ready to go to war on homegrown soil and be ready. Steadfast, unmovable, quick and noticeable because we will protect our house while y'all play cat and mouse. Like your forefathers before you, we not our ancestors and no matter what you do, we will stand and bear arms. Take back dignity and respect. Ring the alarms. Our accepting speech will be congratulatory by any means necessary. And that's that piece. Okay. Right. Hey, hey, we got a we got we got Brian that's that's just joined us. And uh Brian, when I go on your screen, when you're in the big screen, that means you up, okay? All right, man. Peace, brother. Peace, brother. All right. Right. This is a piece titled Court of the Lord. Path already set, so now begins the journey. Travel through the mist between days sunny and stormy. Extend your arms out to the sky and call on the creator. Figure out who stand greater and ask for God's favor. Inside all that is disclosed as the road inward are told, there's another way to go and a route to be shown. Listen to what is told as a voice from heaven speak. That angelistic call that bring peace not hard to reach. Been too long searching remotely on this quest. Whatever the next test, ring the bell and send a text. Destination close to feeling the blessings in disguise. The formation of the skies matches the glow in your eyes. For he who has his own relationship with the divine will appreciate the shine outside the realms of space and time. King. Yes, sir, brother. Yes, sir. You're on the big screen, Gina. I couldn't take myself off mute. I'm sorry. All right. So it's the first wait day. Second, wait, wait, wait. One second. One second. I just seen something. Late breaking news. Poetic, you see her shirt? Oh, yeah. I'm the Green Lantern yeah, I tonight. It. I see it. I see it. <laughs> I'm always channeling my inner superhero. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, that's right. I got a million of these joints. I'm talking about Superman, Batman, Spider-Man, Beck Panther, the Green Lantern, you name it, I got it. I promise you. <laughs> I didn't even realize it when when, <laughs> dope, dope, when I went dope. on the big screen, I could see, I could see that y'all could see my my tea. But yeah, yeah, I've I've, I've tons of these. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm a comic book dope thing too. Um oh wow. So my freestyle tonight is simply going to be titled, We have a responsibility. We have a responsibility. We have to make sure that the next generation doesn't live in the shadow of the lives that we've created, of the mistakes that we've made. I don't want them to be looking back at this and say, why did y'all wait? See, I always see people putting up these posts and wearing tees that say things like, I'm not my grandparents because I use these hands. 
But we need to understand that this can't just be some hashtag, some t-shirt, some slogan that you think sounds good or it's trendy. No, we have to be the example that we want the next generation to see. It just can't be something that we say, but it's somebody we have to be. We have to be the change that we want to see in the world because if we don't, there will be no you and me. There are so many people that's trying to take us out every day. It's like they have these box on our chest, but it's not some superheroes logo that we're wearing. No, it's a target. And we're being stalked and killed in broad daylight by probably, mostly, that gang in blue. But some of us are being killed by me and you. So we got to do better. If we want to be better, we owe the next generation a whole education. Not just what they would learn in books if they were going to school and not just online, but if they were sitting in classes, they would have to get the stories that I tell all of mine. My famous three sit at my feet while I tell them stories about how my grandparents and their parents had to walk to school in the snow and they had to sit in segregated sections while they were on public transportation. It sounds crazy, but that is still in this living generation. So... We have a duty and an obligation, not to just say it, but to make it so. I'm Gina Storm. Thank you for indulging me. In peace. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Uh, what's up, Brian? What's up, y'all? Hey, uh, how, how long? Just uh, introduce yourself to the audience. You're new to the show, and um. Um, my name is Brian. I've been doing poetry for about 10 years. Um, I'm 34 years old. I'm Native American. I'm half Santee and half Cherokee. Well, welcome, welcome man. We're glad you could join us to the show. Yeah, and uh, we're glad you're here, man. Just, just, just you know, go where you want to go. Where you wanna go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> my pen drips the blood of my ancestors. So I am inking their pain, presenting a list of wrongs done in the name of a country claiming to be justice, but whose book of crimes could leave a blind man reading in braille with numb fingers. The stench of death still lingers from the last murder for being the wrong shade. Oh, but sit close to that television so those distractions can invade your attention. The sheet of names have become too long to mention. The sins have stacked to the point of unforgiven, and time and time again, they provide the proof. The man is hard to live among the blind when you can see the truth. And I had a dream. I had a dream about red, white, and blue. But it was colors on maimed skin. Another busted brainstem as another symphony of bullets brings the crowd to tears. Oh, Dr. King, Stokely Carmichael, Malcolm X, James Baldwin, Dennis Edwards, we've still been down here marching for years and years and years to death's tomb. We've seen war for oil, war for land, war for retaliation, but never a war on poverty, a war on racism, a war on the crimes of corporate America. Mr. Trump. I had a dream about the land of my people becoming a concentration camp. I saw many mothers weep over the bullet-ridden bodies of their warrior sons, or just their infant ones. I saw chiefs trying to calm their tribes as the children were pulled from the arms of their parents to go and unlearn their culture. I had a dream about black bodies hanging not far from the plantations that they were chained to. I heard men call other men boy as they pulled their women from the houses to play with their bodies like a toy and then they would break them. I had a dream about a country that never wanted my kind, but they always wanted us to blind ourselves to their sins. I had a dream about red, white, and blue. And when I woke up, when I got knowledge and woke up, I realized that the nightmare, not a dream, was true. That's that. Yo. Yo, yo, yo. My yo. brother, my brother. 
Thank you. Bro. That was definitely dope. Salute that. Bro. <laughs> Absolutely. That was fire, brother. That was really Big nice. Blind man, man reading braille with the numb really fingers, nice. bro. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Thank y'all. I appreciate that. No doubt. All right. This next piece is called Unity stance. Stand firm for what you believe in. It's the only way you're going to win. The odds are stacked. And certainly not in your favor, but you lacked the necessary vision. With the intense precision to claim your birthright. So you back down in the night. Only to wake up to a new day. Where you will definitely say, I made it. You forget your skin color is still black and you are a target. Like the emblem on Captain America's chest. So you think your bulletproof vest will stop a slug to the head? But you think with your other head. That's why your lifespan is short. Your mother never did abort. A seed unworthy of bringing redemption. She chose to give you life so you can participate in the revolution. Be not weary in well-doing. Keep going. Your culture needs you to rise up and birth a nation of believers that black is beautiful and full of melanin givers. Where's your bark? Claiming alpha male status, but the fight spark is coming from the sisters that have more balls than the average man willing to fight and not hold up walls. My brothers, the movement needs you. You are of value. Controlled substances take shots and we can no longer be high off immoral values and not be who our queens expect us to be. We are strong and mighty men and we, we demand justice and equality. But there's one thing that starts with you, man in the mirror, and that's unity. And that's that piece. Yes. Yes. That was dope. <laughs> Thank you. Wu Tang. Good money. <laughs> oh, it's on me. All right. Uh, my next freestyle, I'm going to title um, Good Cushion Alcohol. So many people are living in a quarantine USA and they're feeling like they can't go on another day. So they need to numb it and they need to drink the pain away. I've seen so many people drinking Bellinis before noon that I felt like alcoholism must be on the rise. See, I'm not much of a drinker. I'm more of a wino, you see. So if I'm having a glass of wine and it's not five o'clock Central Standard Time here outside of Chicago, it's all right. It's five o'clock someplace. I'm not celebrating with alcohol every single day because I love the taste. Sometimes I have to make the pain go away. I don't want to be drunk and inebriated. I don't want to be intoxicated to the point where I'm blind to what's taking place around me. I just want to take the edge off a little bit. You understand what I'm saying? It's done got to the point where it's legit. And it's not like I have a problem where I need to go to rehab, because I'll be honest with you. There's one thing that I like to do more than drink wine, you see. I like to get these bouquets and they come in these clumps and they're always usually a bright shade of green, almost like my tea. Every now and then I get lucky enough to have some red hairs or some purple ones that's running through those flowers. And then I take my grinder and I break it down and I roll it up and I light it and I smoke it and I feel like everything's going to be okay. If it weren't for Mary Jane, I would be addicted to opiates every day I wake in pain. And I'm not using it as a crutch. No, I'm using it as an escape because my mind needs to elevate. I need to be higher than, oh, I don't know, maybe the satellites that they're using to watch us all while we flow. And it's all right because I'm going to continue to glow. I'm not hiding it because I have a prescription for it. And this is my meds. As a matter of fact, I will never be one of those people that go to the ER, gets my stomach pumped because of alcohol poisoning or I done done some drugs. No. They say that I OD'd on my pills. I was killed, you see. That's not even something that I like to do. I don't take them if they were prescribed to me. Sometimes they want me to take three, four, five pills for pain in a given day. Mm, no, nah, I'm going to be able to do it. So I will look forward to the alcohol and the kush because I need to make sure that even though I'm going through so much, it's not just the fact that you want to escape and you want to drink or smoke. No. 
Sometimes you have to do these things so that you can continue to grow. You feel like you've been stagnant and you've been stifled and your voice has been squeezed out of your throat. Someone has their foot on your esophagus and you want to take a deep breath, but you can't no more. You're going to choke. And it's not because I put something smoke into this air and I couldn't take another breath. It's just because I care. I know that so many people are using drugs and they're abusing them. And there are people who are drinking to get drunk and I'm not one of them. But if you need to do something every single day so that you can feel okay, I understand and I salute you. Do what you must. Do everything in moderation because we lead you in peace. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, that came fast. Um, okay. The father of my mother asked me, what is your name? Who are you? What are you? And I replied, grandfather, I am power. I am the rolling thunder that pounds the sky. I am better better than the before version of I. Oh, I am the product of my work. I am a com combination of love and hurt. I am the voice of the forgotten, echoing on stages to remind the blind of our existence. I am a member of the resistance, but I am what they do not want you to see because I am the reminder of the idea of free. I am what they do not want you to hear because I will have the future following that will bring the establishment fear. I am the voice of the forgotten echoing on stages to remind the blind of our existence. Shit, I am the resistance. I am the rolling thunder that pounds the sky. I am power. And I don't wanna be just another repeater, but all these open textbooks, they are telling me to follow the leader. And they got stories of how they took Lady Liberty and began to bleed her. They blindfolded justice so she couldn't see the suited men with silver spoons near their chin who would eventually eat her. I asked my mother, I said, mommy, why? Mommy, why do they call us Indian? Why do we share a table with those that never saw us as a friend? And why are all these teachers playing? Let's pretend that we are united. Aren't all these underlying labels pointing out that we are divided? Aren't all these Hispanics in cages pointing out that we are divided? Isn't a leaking Dakota pipeline on native land pointing out that we are divided? Aren't all these dead black and brown people pointing out that we are divided? Mommy, they told me all they took was put to good use, but they will not show me the proof in the land of the free until otherwise decided, a nation divided, and it is divisible by prejudice and power. And that is a recipe for poison with a taste so sour because we got mind control led by a television and God we trust placed on currency. But what an easy decision as it has become worship more than the creator. Justice is a blind bitch, and oh how we hate her, because she sides with the highest bidder. But hey, in America, I heard if you're the right color, you can almost always get her. Because we're in a land where immigrants call other immigrants illegals for arriving late, and a would-be president is celebrated for teaching hate, and he's pledging liberty and justice where that shit's found available. Or should I say, who it has been made available for? in a land where we do not know who we are. We have forgotten who we were, but we are not what they call us. This is not our America. The father of my mother asked me, do desde doa, agaduisti, diusti, what is your name? Who are you? What are you? Grandfather, I am power. And that's that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, yes indeed. Sir. Yes, indeed. Ooh, thank you. Yes, sir. Yes. 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 I love yes. that tell our vision. I love that. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yes. Nice, nice, nice. Really nice. Really nice. Hello, every okay. Hello. <laughs> All right. Good evening, everybody. I know I'm a little tardy to the party tonight. Um, I just want to say that this piece is entitled 
the rebirth of God body. It's my first time reading it, so just bear with me a little bit, okay? <laughs> All right. All right. Dear you, you do not owe your life to your mother's God. He was her mother's too, arms outspread, white and wide and good and dead. Why are all the gods they serve us always dead? You ever bite down on that sacrilege with every other stuff you've been fed? The God of your grandmother was her mother's too. Think that white man told you something good God had for you? Dear you, you do not have to remain in jail, chained down to a deity, your body for sale. Think about it. Why you suppose your purpose feels so close yet so far? You were taught to ignore it and stare up at the stars. There's a level and a devil no matter where you are. What excuse you use for living your life like you got something to prove, something out here to answer to with the answers to if you're good or bad outside of yourself. But no matter how you spend your days, you feel like I should be doing something else, being someone else, always needing something outside of yourself. You are God and you are the devil by their tongue and nothing else. In reality, reality is part of the problem. There's a yin and a yang and the balance is God. And the stuff in the middle is the bread on which we feed. You are energy primarily before want or need. Think about it. Why would God tell you you were born evil? You're an echo of an original sin and someone should clean you, make you legal, make you humble, make you whole. Do you think a white Jesus is meant to save your soul? Do you think any deity, new or old, going to give you strength and lose control? <laughs> nah, sis, you're not that slow. You woke. It's just a fear of going it alone. But realize that slavery is basically loss of control. If you always need them, you'll never need you. Just looking around for someone else telling you what to do. Think about it. The government control all our shit trying to tell us that we must subscribe to get in on it. Even basic shit. God is doing daily needs assessment. Think about it, boo, even you. We still allow some dude somewhere to tell us what to do. If you think you don't, who above you got to make a move before you can even buy your food? If that someone is not yourself, you're a slave to a routine handed down by someone else. I'm not saying, don't get me wrong before I lose you. I'm not saying there's no God. You just been told to look around the floor when it's who you are. We are God body. Each part of you and me is a speck of divine energy. We don't need nothing the liars ever told. Every man is a piece of God. God is your soul. When you sit with God and let go of this ground that's holding you down, every knee God would stand up straight and fit their crown. They would treat their intuition like it's heaven on earth. You will honor God's creation for all that it's worth. Tune into your eat in a frequency, no weapon formed against me can con no weapon formed here can conquer me. If I see God in you and you see it in me, we tune in exponentially. The problem is not questioning how not to be damned. It's spiritual servitude. It's how we've been programmed. It's wrong to question if it's wrong. We disassociate to disassociate from their master psalms when even the book it's written on been watered down and shitted on. The question is the answer, and it's you. Now, what are you prepared to do? What you sacrificing to see the God in you, nurturing that small, that still small part of you that is the breaker and the rules? Why you think no matter what, no matter what, their answer seems to split us up, divide us into different sects, always exclusive from the next. Every, every group still looking around to be told it's okay to stick around. Exclusion is dilution and dilution is delusion. Greater are the sum. What shall the house divided become? The God they say that we should trust on the back of, on the back of all the bucks that tells you that it brings you luck or the bounty there hereof, the bounty hereof. Got that evil eye watching every that got that evil eye watching everything, keeping you stuck. I know this might seem like a rant. Maybe I'm losing my mind, but I'm just sparking the light that I use as my guide. But I'm also letting go of the scars that keep me hurt. Cause the God that I see in me cut the bonds to every curse. Her worth was not determined by some past reaction or dysfunction or decision or the presence I'm acting. I am no one's slave. I am no man's wife. I am no man's whore. I'm not the love that lied and said I won't hurt you no more or the other curse that said it's my place to shut up. The worlds and words 
and harnesses shackling my mouth shut, I rebuke you. I stand before you anew in the life, in the light, in the world, in the soul, in the poor, in the good, in the bad, in the weak, in the strong, in the best, and the worst in me. Because finally, I can see the God in me, witness the rebirth of God body. And that's that piece. You better preach. Yeah. All right. All right now. Well, no, excellent. Excellent. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. I know what you're telling, beautiful. Huh? Beautiful. Showed up and showed out. It's a world oh, premiere. Really. World really. premiere. Perform no other place but here. Um, we want to thank Brian. Brian had to uh, attend to some personal business. We want to thank Brian for joining us tonight. He, he kicked arse. Uh, he was really good for his two poems. And uh, he's more than welcome to yes. join the show again. Adrena uh, came in with the shoddy. Woo. <laughs> Woo! This piece is called Nine. Resting my physical and mental, what is next to get into? Nothing at all. There is so much that I've been through. Two marriages by law, therefore I watch all the halls. Never placing my foot in doors that hold the past on the walls. Respect my wake-up call. Walk inside the planet's core. Accept my common floors and keep up on labor laws. Next job made up. Next job may hold the highest point to a degree. I am a nine that evolved, calculated off 360s. Even if my steps in life are broken down into portions, my geometric makeup on a square, triangle talking, universal number with my frequency tied in, adapt to places I've been in, check your drink if it's an island, eyes open wide on the ones deeply seeking, holding secret meetings while they plotting and scheming. Can't catch the J-dub in a web of deception, until I pull a glass card from a lesson from the session came. Wow. <laughs> yes, yes. Sir, that's me. Yes, sir, bro. Did yes. that. Oh, man. This, this, this is cutting up tonight. It's... All right. <clears throat> this piece is called Mic drop. Drop my mic for the first time. In honor of those killed senselessly by crime. Not just crime, but for being black. So my microphone shed a tears before I came from the back. Cause it was the poets that came before me, spitting rhymes and metaphors of prophecy, but we didn't listen, at least not then. But now our ears are wide open, seeing how this life there's no joking. Ask the infesting spirits of our fallen brothers and sisters. Public enemy said, we gotta fight the powers. The same powers that smile in our face and shoot us in our backs. All because we are black. We helped build this country. Wait, let me clarify. Through blood, sweat, and tears, our ancestors built this country. We live in it to help sustain it but we get treated like the lowest form of civilization, waiting for 40 acres and a mule amongst a hated population of people that bleed just like me. The word says, never mess with God's chosen See, Vengeance will be bittersweet, but it's not coming from the hands of God's elect. Go ahead and tweet. Tweet those very words while my mic is still grieving. Public display of Black Lives murder does not deceiving? When it's broadcasted in broad daylight, I guess it's okay, right? Because you have a badge to serve and protect, yet you lack respect for the taxpayers paying your salary. It's not all of you, but my mother always told me you are guilty by association. Now tell me, how long will it be before I drop my mic? Well, I know it won't be tonight for a thumbs up or a like, and that's that piece. You better preach, yeah. Yes, yes. Okay. yes. Thank you. Thank you. A lot of them chips in the middle of the table at night. All right, so um, y'all killing it. Like, if I don't bring it, I'm gonna feel like I let I drop the ball on the whole game. Um, this next freestyle, I'm gonna title this next one. Generation curse. A lot of people know that there are generational curses in their family. They just don't like to talk about it, you see. It's one of those things, one of those little secrets that we like to keep. 
We don't want other people to see our dirty laundry, so to speak. We're not going to hang it outside over the balcony if we live in a high rise. Nor are we going to be stringing our drawers up across the yard, y'all. Nah, we're going to not talk about that uncle whose lap we're not supposed to sit on, but not why. We're going to not talk about that auntie that you can't trust when she makes you food because sometimes she adds this or that and we all know the rules. You just don't eat behind her because other folks are calling her the nasty lady, but she's part of your family. And if you didn't accept her gratitude during a plate of food, you would feel like you were being shady. Nah, ain't nobody talking about these things. They're just letting them continue on. They probably started two or three generations back. As a matter of fact, I'd heard some stories about another uncle who was going down south bringing these boys up here from Alabama. We don't know exactly what he was doing with them, but I know that this was something that wasn't spoken about in front of the kids. You understand what I'm saying? So I don't know what the secret actually was. Even though I'm a grown up now, I know what it probably had something to do with one of those generational curses that y'all wouldn't speak on. Why do you do it? I mean, really, sometimes you got to call a spade a spade. And if somebody is a child molester, then we need to put that person away. And if there's somebody out here poisoning their husband slowly, that's not a good look either, ma. So all the things that are going on and all those secrets that are in the closet and those things that people want to say that you shouldn't do because that you wouldn't alter. You're going to be a Christian and you want to live right and you want to stand, be shiny and bright. But the thing that you're doing that's not right is speaking on those curses that are going on generation after generation. And the next generation is going to be a bright product of the secret that you didn't tell. So if I know something, I'm going to say something. And if my kids are being touched by someone, I don't mind wearing orange. It may not be the new black for everyone, but I will do it in the time, too. So I need everybody to understand this. The generational curses are not being stopped by anybody else. And they can be ended with you. I'm Gina Storm. In peace. Yes. Wow. A word. Thank you. All right. Beautiful. Wow. Yes. All righty. That was beautiful. Let me see where I can go with that one. All right. This is a piece that I've been working on. When we think about consciousness. And as I've been thinking about this topic since uh, King boarded it to me, I've been working on this piece since George Floyd's death, just trying to look into the fact that it seems like the worst in Black men is seen by most people. I don't have a title for it, but I'm going to read it. And it compares Black men to pit bulls. I guess brothers remind you of pit bulls, born beast bearing grit and teeth, only wise enough to survive or die in your eyes. So it should come as no surprise that until this day, the average pit bull knows no other way. But I'm guessing brothers remind them of pit bulls, born God's big, beautiful babies, born taking up too much space for the cage you made him. He born with rage built right in his DNA, or at least that's what the newsman say. And just to make sure y'all keep him afraid, that nothing is pure and he's never safe. Everything he holds there will be taken away. He's brave enough to face a brand new day, though to him, silver lining saying black, white, and gray. Crazy, most often his bite's just a warning to say, you will not fuck, with, fuck around with a pit bull that way. Because basic self-preservation, though try as he may, he gets, murdered, he gets murdered in secret, won't make the front page unless someone has picture proof that he died bone straight. He's just another pit bull, just another stray. If he hadn't shot him, he'd have died anyway. Yeah, I know he's a butte, but you best be afraid. I won't quote the date, but the fact still remains. If pit bull's a beast, he kills any maims, or he'll bite someone's baby, piss granddaddy's grave. He's guilty of something. Just look at his face. It's saying my brothers remind them of pit bulls all these days. And similarly, they tied his fate to violence and shame, said, when my baby did it, 
that wasn't the same. It was just growing pains, but pit bulls don't change. We filed down his teeth and he grew back fangs. He's too fast to chase, so we put him in chains. He's too smart to tame, so we blurred his brain. We whipped him and rolled him, told him he was insane, even had his own babies to call him out his name. This bullshit afoot and that beast is to blame just for being born pit bull, powerful, unashamed. Might just be pit bulls. They bleed red just like you, but predisposed to remain superior. Guess that makes them scarier by default. They might be pit bulls after, pit bulls after all, because they don't give a fuck that you think their edges are too dirty and rough. They can never be the type of bad that will make you feel good enough. And that's that piece. I love pit yeah, bulls. I love that, that. I love that piece. <laughs> yes, that I love it. Thank you. Salute that. I do. <laughs> wow. Hey, what's up? I finally made it. It was so much homework. Just so much, so much homework. <laughs> All right. This piece is called Cocoon. Suffocating, begging, scratching, drawing for air, stifling me, holding me back, wrapped in confusion, this cocoon, it hinders me. Too fragile to fly, too weak to be set free. The light, it peeks at me. The tomb of silk, soft but sturdy. Move left, move right, it's just too tight. The agony in my wings sends pain all through my body and in my heart. Internal struggle tearing me apart. War of worlds, mine and theirs. Tie, tie me not, they... Tie me not to them. My wound, it must slay. She is the little girl in me. Today I rest. Today I must lay to rest. Blinded by silk and lost and confusing. Please, God, show me what path I was told to take. And that's that piece. Yes. Yes. Yes, indeed. Kicking in doors. This piece is called American Flag Drenched in Blood. The flag has a lot of blood on it throughout the years. Present day, it has caused so many tears. The land of the free, not for you and me. My skin color still bothers you. Don't lie, you know it's true. The level of disrespect you show, the amount of racism on display, you know how bad the flag still bleeds. Ring it out and watch the bloodshed. But I'm freed? Right. No, wrong. I'm still wearing an invisible shackle. Ask before you try to tackle a Black Lives Matter prompt. Civil rights leaders and activists sweep nonstop because America can't seem to get it right. No matter what time, day or night, Black lives don't matter. And our community's blood still splatter. What do we need to do to create more unity? Aggressively to tackle poverty. Help those who are still in the lower class achieve the level of middle class. Educate and resuscitate an American life of quality. Home of the brave to do what exactly? Continue to see just how brutal being black can be? I'm tired of crying at night worrying about yours and my son. As he would flee and run from the very person sworn to serve and protect. He would have a knee on his neck. Maybe holes in his back. Or an invisible noose around his neck. Maybe his sneakers taken because of someone else's lack. Trying to breathe from a forced panic attack. I'm tired of seeing my brothers and sisters' names being added to a blacklist. That we have to scream their lives matter and wait for handcuffs on my wrist. Tase me for telling the truth. Kill me in front of my youth. The ones I'm sworn to serve and protect. Now, now I'm just a memory due to your lack of respect. Lack of respect for the person paying your salary. So you call in the cavalry. I'm terrified when I hear the words license and registration. The flag bears those before me blood in my hesitation. A hesitation that could mean the end of my life. I can't call my wife because the officer was having a bad day. As my blood spills on the red and white and blue, there's nothing I get to say. Not even a day in court because my rights were robbed. From me and the report will be to vilify me and make me look like I deserve to die. So your flag and my flag will cry. More blood. Just cry. <laughs> 
blood. And that's that piece. Yes. Yes, indeed. Hey. Yes. Definitely kicking wow. out the door, man. Wow. 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 All right, this piece is titled Off the Water. Streets looking different. I'm chilling in one vicinity. The eyes of a Harlem Renaissance attender still sending me. Into the mist without clarity, I need batteries. Put it like this, I would gladly move what passed me. Under the sun or wire cables, receive what my vessel need. Charging up as I feed off the currents that help me breathe. My denim blue jean suit correlate with my fresh tens. I'm a bench rider, clutch shooter, shocking fake friends. Some starters lose their game because their ego is too big. Caught up in their own height. I just do what some of the elders did. Handle all that matter, walking buildings two stories high. My spirit rise, therefore no conflict will have me compromise. Surfing on the wave with my praying days I engage with beautiful conversations that complement my display. Practice peace, love, and poetry, expression on good build. Unify spoken word of vengeance, form a shield through a guild, King. That's awesome. Yes. Yes, indeed. Wow. Wow. Mm. I start my stuff when I start switching around the order. This piece is called Freedom From My Pain. Swoosh, rhythm, as they take away my every dream and replace my free hands with anchors of hardened sorrow. Silent is my heart because freedom no longer rings. The wind from every downforce of every wing pushes me farther and farther away. From, these waste, from this waste of time I called life, as a lone island in a sea of nowhere, I stand. Like the seconds of the day, I drift away unconsciously. Time continues to walk away, back turned never to look back. Yet I am still stuck in the past. Hold fast to the future in peace. I love that. That's beautiful. Okay, Wit. Okay, Wit. Okay, Wit. Okay. I don't know what's going on with my mama's TV, but it keeps coming off of a uh, pause. And <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, nobody's in here but me. Uh, my next freestyle I want to simply title. Um, I don't know. I was I was giving this some thought while I listened to the other pieces. Y'all are so inspirational. Oh, okay. I came up with something. Um, here we go. My next freestyle I'm going to simply title, When. When will there be a time when poets are being viewed and reviewed and cherished the same way they do garbage rappers? When will it be okay to say what you need to say? If you're saying it eloquently, people will think it's okay. They won't be judging you because your skin is brown and you should be slurring your words or using ebonics. They want you to be some kind of clown. The wonderful thing about poetry is that we're speaking our piece from the center of ourselves. These words come from our hearts before they sometimes even hit our minds or come out of our mouths. So you need to understand this. We need to know when is going to be the time when the poets will have a revolution. It doesn't have to be televised, nor does it have to be monetized. It doesn't have to be one of those things where people think that if you're trending or you are an influencer on social media, then you're doing what you must do, ma'am, sir. No, what you need to do is let your voice be heard and your substance be the things that come out of your mouth. You need to think before you speak and let your poetry do its thing. It should be organic, even if it's sometimes peppered with words that are not clean. You have to use the language that you got when you were growing up, not just the things that you say when you're alone with your friends and whatnot. No, you need to speak. You need to be seen. You need to be heard. You need to be the king. You need to be the queen. And I'm not talking about just crowns on our heads. Mm -mm. We need to see that we are a group of people who have a responsibility. There are things that are taking place in life right now that if we don't right those wrongs, they never will. And it's okay. 
if you're shy and you can't do it yet on a stage, just do a live audio version of you spitting a piece because people need to hear that this is a movement and it is on the rise. Rappers are out here recording garbage and they're getting large contracts. They're living like bosses, they have the bag, they're wearing vain brands and they still don't understand what it was in the first place that made hip hop a revolution for the people of my generation. They had a message and they were speaking it eloquently. It just happened to rhyme. We'll see, we're the poets and now is our time. I'm not gonna ask you again when, because I'm taking mine. I'm Gina Stone and thank you for indulging me in peace. Yes, Gina. Take it, Gina. Take I love it. it. Take it. Take it. All right. I love y'all. Love you too. <laughs> We're gonna let uh our brother get ready to close it out before he leave the show, so he could give his last poem before he leave. Appreciate that, brothers. Appreciate that. This uh, this piece is called um, "Smoking Hot Syllables." Sharp is the wit that falls from the tongue, like an unloaded smoking gun, far from the atmospheric temperature of the simplistic nature. When one spills the anatomy of the mind, no need to press rewind, just sit back and pay attention to the unlimited subliminal manifestation of the words unloaded and then reloaded with synonymous meanings unguarded. When the moment of the mood often seems to feel so good, growing in the lab of a test tube, is your element of hate and oh how rude, of you to fathom the idea that life has no point will allow me to anoint you with word oil, just how the blood will boil as the verb goes forth and hits its target from a few hundred meters away as life slowly fades away. The blood boiling now seeps, turning from a blue hue then red for keeps because oxygen now touched it so gently, but the gasps of breath leave vehemently. Why me when all I was doing was protesting? All I was doing is suggesting that black lives matter, then more blood splatter, cops putting down badges because they can't put black people in chokeholds like savages. Better yet, cause a race war. And they ready for more. Take us out one by one just for fun. My brothers and sisters, it's time to wake up and arm yourselves like ministers do with Bibles, like ball players do with adrenaline cycles. See how tongues speak for security, not for insecurity. Closed mouths don't get fed, nah. We open them and then we bleed. So sharp is the wit that falls from my tongue like an unloaded smoking gun. And that's that piece. Yes. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's that heat. That's awesome. Thank you. He closes. Wow. 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 Thank you, man. I appreciate you, brothers. Thank you, Poetic. Send me the email as soon as you can. Absolutely, I'll get it to you tonight. All right. All right. Appreciate y'all. Thanks, thanks for joining the show as Peace, well. Brother. Always, man. Peace. Thank you. Appreciate you. Thank I love y'all. Peace, bro. Thank y'all for having me as always. Definitely. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, we're in the conversation. Gina, I love that piece, by the way. And um, speaking of, I'm just telling you, that King opened up a whole state of mind for me with this oh, you idea. Are, yeah. Thank you, King. Thank you very much. But there's a poem speaking of consciousness. I have been indulging in the idea of, uh, you know, manifestation and how we can bring about things. We can, we can individually bring about the change that we want to see. We can't fix it all, but we can fix something inside of ourselves. So this piece I wrote when I was at one of my lowest points, and I was just uh, picturing what it would be like to read my poetry because I'm I used to be a shy I'm usually a shy person. <laughs> and then a week later I heard from King. So I imagined myself reading this poem and I'm gonna try to do it the way I saw it in my <laughs> Okay. It's, I wanna be wild and willing. I wanna be wild and willing. I wanna be full fruit. I wanna be ripe peach juice dripping down Main Street while everyone is watching. I want to stand 10 toes down like a feeny. I want to serve you divine mathematics over jazz notes like a Mary, God's mountaintop prophet like Mumia. I want to be persecutable gospel truth like Mumia. I want to be wild and willing. I want to be full soulful notes crying in French for a home unwilling to love her like Nina Simone. 
alone. I want to be expansive Africa, actively giving, unlimited and prosperous. I want to fight for my children like Africa does with light work and slaves blood. I want to be a continuation of Barack's promise. Together we can if we'd only come together, twisted even, twisted like a thousand dry twigs bound together to form a solid root. I want to fight nail and tooth for what's right, like David Banner and Killer Mike, the Pied Pipers drummed up, drumming up souls, seeking out warriors for battles to come. I want to be willing. I want to be one. I want to be wild. I want to be radical, unbidden, unbound. I want to tune into the tribal drum sound that speaks to my soldiers. The awakening is now. And that's that piece. You did that, Queen. You did that. Wow. Thank you. Yeah, you definitely, definitely knocked that one out the park. Ali? Wow. Thank you. This piece is called Black Girl. I was down and out, being stepped on and tossed about, never held high, scared to look towards the sky. My head was swimming in a sea of white sharks that snapped and bit at my small but strong heart. But then, like the mosses, she parted the Red Sea. She picked me up and she pushed me towards the clouds. And now I can see I'm just a little black girl stuck in this big world of hate, pleasure, and pain that only gets us killed. We as black people have a terrible measure of hate for our future. They look down at their young, you can't be that and you're gonna do this. Excuse my language, but you're not, you're making me piss. The way we are not missed, at times we are regretted. We, we cause all the pain of most of the sweated and the, the sweat and the tears our parents sweated. And, and now at once I have regretted the black girl I am and the black woman I will be. Now who am I? And where am I going? Step by step, my only handicap is not knowing what I what I will become and how it will turn out. I am a black girl without dreams, and that is not a doubt. You're taking you're talking off the top of your head, and I'm trying not to shout. But what you need to know is I'm a black girl, and success is what I am about. And peace. Wow. Go black girl. Beautiful with me. Right. I love that. That's magical. Wow. talking about is magical. Let's go with you. <laughs> oh, I'll bring some more black girl magic. Um, let's see. Mm, okay, I got something. I'm going to title this next freestyle. The Miseducation. All of my life I love to read. Before I could actually walk, I'd pick up a book and I would repeat the words that had been read nightly to me. One of my uncles thought that as a toddler, I was actually reading those words. My mother said, she ain't even two yet, that's absurd. He said, well, how does she know when to turn the page? What he failed to realize is I had been paying attention all along and these books weren't complicated. You was mostly like Mother Goose and Dr. Seuss. So if you paid attention, you would know how many words would be said before you needed to turn to the next page. I'd count them off in my head. And it wasn't so much that he was baffled by the fact that this young child was able to read. No, he could see something in me. I had this desire to learn. So everything that I learned, everything that I read, every time that I was eating my lunch in the library in high school because... I was just that kid. Every time I took my little red wagon down to the public library in my town and filled it with as many books as I could drag around, they would make fun of me because my government name is Regina Brooks and they would call me Regina Books, making like they were making fun of me. I didn't feel like I was being bullied. Oh no. See what they felt to realize is it's the nerves who run the world. I was just gaining knowledge so that I could not be miseducated, but properly educated. I wanted to make sure that there were things that something that had been told to me previously, I could look it up and do the research and see for myself if this was in fact what was to be. No, not just in books, but I would be outside and I would be observing things around me, listening to people and taking in the content of my elders because I know that those stories have to be recorded and replayed for the next generation on some given day. So 
being miseducated is an option that we all have because if all you learn is what you learned in classrooms, then you've been shook. And it's not just things that you look up on the internet or in books. We need to be re-educated about who we are as a people and what we bring to the table. So many of us are willing, but how many of us are able? I'm Gina Storm, thank you again in peace. Yes. Wow, wow. All right, Gina. Thank you. Okay, this piece is untitled. Love is the eternal flow of energy that feeds my heart and quenches my soul. Love is the feel of your hand on my waist, your warm, sweet breath against my neck. Love is the rhythm of your heart matching the melody of my soul. I feel so complete. Love is your peanut butter and my chocolate molded together deliciously and magnificently. Love is the scent of you still fresh on my mind, stroking my memory and sliding so flash, sliding hot flashes down my spine. Song flashes before my eyes. Love is you and me, us as one. You the key to the lock that replaces my soul. Love is the soft kisses from your mind, your wonderful lips, thrusting my body into the shower of goosebumps, pure ecstasy. Love is the intuity that you have for me. Love is a trio, me, you, and us against the world. Not a care in the world. Love is you eternally in peace. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Right. <laughs> love, love. That was dope. Uh, Rapid fire. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right, let's see where we're going to go here. Ooh, I lost my place. Give me one second. I'm sorry. All right. This is the one that I wrote during. Okay, doesn't have a title. My chief thrill during COVID is watching old stand-up comedy shows. I tuck in close like the crowd, embrace shared energy, laugh out loud. Camaraderie is a currency in short supply. It's a much needed mineral that a human should not become deficient in. No matter the class and life you decide to fit into, being acknowledged, being held, protected in public with a shared eye and a subtle nod. I'm your family, a representative of God, a representative of God. Your ancestors sent me, they understand. Be brave of foot and sure of hand. They sent me in case you needed a friend. God dwells where we gather, Ken. A, pr a protection spell of just being in one another's presence. Being in the presence of others, being counted is the soul's church. How dare they leave us to talk to God alone? I've had church in Big Daddy's small business when I witnessed a hungry man with a gun and from a handful of overgrown graves emerged my ancestors' sons. They touched the shoulder, made eye contact with everyone in the room, tuned in, took up offerings from threadbare pockets and without words, the church sings, go forth, be saved, brother, We've all fallen on bad times. You don't have to throw your life away. And without amen, asa, amen, we felt God and angels go between. Every man, woman, and spirit was a little healed. We could feel it. Memories like this would, would let me know that children of God are never alone. But in these times where Congress is far and few between, I close my eyes, I tune in, I see professional jesters sequestered in their craft of cradling the mornings of the sad, rich in the currency of belly laughs. I imagine doubling over and touching the stranger's shoulder. Do you feel that? The white spark of joy that fills a room when two or more of us gather. And that's that piece. Yes, yes, yes. 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 All right. This is a piece I told a title, uh, excuse me, piece I titled Lay It Out. Before the next rounds I make inside a wave of adventures, have to journey in December. So I remember not to render. Anything I got going on while growing steps I take. Eliminate and create so I don't hesitate to dominate. 
Whatever appear to be, I'm willing on a high speed. My hands free ability keep my physical with agility. Some of y'all could tiptoe and get old and move slow. Learn to explode and travel at a well-kept tempo. Check sights within heights of flight at a discount. My account hold amounts that won't ever be announced. Fixed and flipped, understand it as I manage. Soon as a crash happens, funds can vanish, changing their whole language. Damage come, I rebuild my racks off gaining stacks. I don't really mind the laps and the hurdles on the tracks. Walk, walk grounds in this America and find what I'm looking for. And that's the golden door. Open it and finally score. King. Yes. Yes. Yes, indeed. Very wow. necessary. What a night. What a night. Yeah. We uh what a night. We're gonna we're gonna close the show for the night. Um you guys did a fabulous job as well Great. as poetic poetic and Brian. Yes. Woo! Man. Thank you guys. I love this time and Yeah, this is dope tonight. Y'all rocked the house tonight. Y'all did y'all thing. Y'all make um, me proud to be black. <laughs> thanks, thanks everyone in the chat for joining. Uh as usual, remember like, share, subscribe, and um always let the poets know how you feel about their poetry. Um a little words of encouragement can go a long way. Mm -hmm. We never we never know how a person may doubt their immense talent that we think they have but um saying you appreciate them is, can go a long way but um Definitely. with that we're gonna wrap up episode eight season two of the poetry corner got Peace something real <laughs> real special coming down line and with that everyone in the chat have a blessed night you guys stay on the line all right